Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Naya Wrestling. I'm your host, Mark Sylvester. Along with me always is the amazing Jimmy Cotton. Me, Jimmy. And recently me and Jimmy, along with our other friend Adam Turner, who's been on our previous podcast, went to see the amazing RPW show at York Holt Epic Encounters. And we even had something cool happen even before we went in, into the show. We had Will Ospreay come out. and He was mingling with the crowd, wasn't he? Yes, and he mentioned to me he liked my Sasha Banks shirt. I wasn't yeah, sure if it was being it, sarcastic it might have or been, not, but like, I'll take it for what it is. It was, it was interesting to see him out with the people. He came yes. out like, what are we all queuing up for? Like, hmm, I wonder. Yeah, I know. And I, I like the fact as well, like, you got to see what he looks like. Because it's amazing, like, just how big he is in real life as well. Yeah. That's the one thing I was, like, even looking at other wrestlers who you meet there and even watching, like, WWE and seeing the people around, just how, like, massive these people are. It's like, like, to me, Will Ospreay, I've only seen him in that match against um, Ricochet. I've seen another one with Will um, Ospreay. Sh- well, I think uh, you uh, have. Uh, yes, uh, you have. His match against Marty Scroll, that really good match. Oh, well, yeah. RPW, the previous, the first one that we saw. You, you know, so I've not really, I haven't seen him in person, so he's still very, he, he's been on a screen, and seeing him in front of me was a bit, a bit surreal. It's like, oh my God, it's that guy. Whereas the other wrestlers, I've kind of seen in person rather yeah. than... And we also got to meet as well Marty Scroll. He was, he was a really nice guy and stuff, and yeah, he was really cool. And surprisingly, we took a few pictures with him, didn't we? Mm-hmm, we uh, did. You got a T-shirt. You got one of his. Um, it was like a really a... cool villain one with like a skull in it, and it had obviously the umbrellas because he's famous having an, an umbrella. It was really cool. It had a very got... wimpy handshake. <laughs> <laughs> he appreciated the fact I told him, like even with my bad cough at the time, that he was my favourite British wrestler. So he is though. He's very, very good. He's always. But no, he was that. very well spoken, very kind. You know, it was good that he he was giving you you know the the time to be able to, mm. to oh, buy buy his merch off him, you know, shake his hand and all that, you know. Like. And then later on in the night, you, I saw Zack Sabre Jr. around. I think I saw Will Ospreay around. After the event, they had a few of the Japanese wrestlers there. I don't remember if I saw the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega in the background selling their merch at all. And apparently, you know, some of the reason why um, a lot of the fans got in really late is because apparently there was like a stabbing in the in the York Hall for boxing. That's why I had to check the bags even more thoroughly. Oh. So that's why we were lucky we got there when we did. Otherwise, we could have missed the first match or some of the first match. We got there quite early. We were, we were yeah. queuing up for about an hour or so. And yeah. We weren't actually, we weren't that far away from the, the doors when we Yeah, when not we at all. Up. And we had a really good view as well, because even though we were in the fifth row the last time, I kind of found this time where I think we had, in a sense, a better view. It probably was better. I mean, okay, we had the runway on our left-hand side when we went in January, but having the... I suppose we, we were, we I were guess a fair we... few seats in, but didn't you say the first three rows, they're the expensive tickets? Yeah. And 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 we and, really... I found, and I think because the side that we, we were on... I felt we had a better view because even though on the uh, next to the rampway was quite cool, I think being on the side that we were, I found out I had a better view of the ring. We did have, a, we kind of had um, almost two sides, didn't we? We had the front and the right hand side of the ring yeah. from where we were sitting, so we could kind of see a, a larger sort of scope of it rather than. I mean, last time we we were kind of a bit bunched over because of the runway. Yeah. Well, I think, I, well, I think if, if we're in the fifth row on the side that, side that we were on, I think it would have been better, like, re- even better at it as well. I mean, you 
mentioned that the only thing that was kind of annoying was the um the lighting the, the, rig. the scaffolding with yeah. the, the lighting rig on that did kind of get in the way a bit um but it didn't, <laughs> didn't hinder uh, enough adam, for me to adam got pissed off at the three people like straight in front of us who kept standing up at the most <laughs> awkward time I, I know what you mean i kind of like the fact as well when people were standing up at the really big moments in certain matches and also the bits as well where um the like the wrestlers coming out as well i thought it was really cool that was pretty pretty good um i felt a lot more involved in this in the whole atmos of it this time than i did in the i suppose that's kind of when i first went i didn't really know what to expect and yeah because because now you know what to expect and you know more the rest of who they are and stuff you can have that and now i can yeah chant and cheer as as much as anyone i mean yeah because you were you i remember hearing when it went one for you you were chanting one for i remember you were chanting for the elite uh, and stuff it was like it was awesome just seeing how everyone else is doing it so like like no one's gonna notice if i make myself look an idiot and say the wrong thing because everyone else is shouting anyway and also as well you could be chanting and it's like doesn't matter who you chant for you could be chanting for the other wrestler because i know you like the japanese people quite a lot and you liked um kushida was quite cool i always do think that because he looks a bit like um martin mcfly because i said to him i said to you when he came out did you know, like that's that cool is it his gimmick is like yeah. he is in a sense martin mcfly i do like the you know, japanese wrestlers they're a bit crazy aren't they? yeah <laughs> they are but and the clothing as well was pretty good. damn cool they're just yeah. as good but no this was a very good i i would say this was much better than the first time we went in january i mean you've been to many before but yeah yeah i'll be honest between to the one two in january, shows i think this show was a, lot, uh, was a lot more better and it's one of those shows as well because even though i didn't want it to end at the same time, I did because we had to get home. <laughs> we had to get the train. We had to. We, obviously, we live in Ashford. Had to travel all the way to London, and because it didn't finish till at least half eleven, the show, because they had eight matches rather than the previous time they had seven, and because each match was obviously about twenty minutes to half an hour, I was just like, even though the final match we can talk about it later on was so good, I was just like, yeah, we please had, end. We I had want to get home. Forty minutes to catch our train. We ran through London. We did pretty to catch much our train. But it was. It was. I honestly would have not minded. Uh, minded at all if we stayed in London because it was that good of a show that I would have been like well it was worth it it was worth it was being tired the next day it was worth being knackered that Friday at work and being like I want to go home I want to go to bed but you know worth every second so yeah now we're going to talk about the amazing matches from the show and the first match that we had was for the RPW Tag Team Championship between Semi Callahan and Martin Stone against CCK CCK, they were the guys who came bursting out after the tag team with War Machine. And yes, and the other guys who it? then CCK obviously beat them, I think must have been one of their RPW cockpit shows. And seeing them actually fight this time was, was kind of good. You kind yeah. of see what they could actually do in the ring. Martin Stone we saw last time as well. He's... Yeah, I, I, I think this match shows Martin Stone, Stone in a better light than his previous match. Yeah, was, that like match was he quite... was he was very face in this. He was he yeah. was a big face, a also, big face. Yes, and also as well some of the moves he did as well, like the amazing like headbutts was low. It was like oh yeah, the, the headbutts. Like, like it would have like... hurt him as much as the, his opponent. <laughs> he came out. He was like. Isn't that Jason Statham? He does look a bit like Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, like a bit of a like a bit of a geezer type of guy, yes. you know, bald head and yeah, you know, like you say, headbutting, that's that's And the amazing of... bit where Sammy Callahan got the the chair from the fan and even yeah, like, even the even the fan was just like, What's going on? You could see the fan was like, I want my chair. 
And then he put, obviously, CCK onto the chair and did his big moves on that, which was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, that was that was a, a good opening match to have uh, um, two strong um, tag team teams. And it was it was exactly what I wanted for an opening match. But anyway, like Sammy Callahan and um, Martin Stone were the... Yeah, the, he's always impressed me as well, uh, Sammy Callahan. The stuff he could do in the ring was like... Yeah, I like I liked him as well. Seen him before? Never seen him before, no. Yeah. But they t- them two started off as the face, and CCK were. Well, I thought they were the heel because of what they did from the the last match yeah. that we saw them in when they came bursting out. And then at the very end. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Semi Callahan attacking Martin Stone with the amazing uh, modified Tombstone power driver, and then did a promo on the fans. Well, Martin Stone was he he. Got hold of the mic and he was um, thanking us. Yeah, he was talking about British wrestling and and all that. And just how big it is because British wrestling has become like really big nowadays. I mean, you know, World of Sport on ITV, they're doing a ten episode series. Yeah, you said that as well, which is crazy. Like you would never think ITV would be doing another wrestling show after just how you know good and stuff like WWF as how big that was and stuff. But yeah, which is why. WWE did their own UK thing because obviously ITV is such a big channel. It's like they're kind of like, fuck, we don't want ITV to take away our wrestling. But then again, it's good to see like Rev Pro, Progress, ITW being so popular and so big as well. Because ITW, which is a Scottish promotion, their big event last December had 5,000 people there. Really? For an independent show. I mean, York Hall, that has about 1,200 people there and sold out in literally seconds. Because obviously before the event, I bought four tickets and then someone the... else um, obviously couldn't come. So then I tried selling, selling my ticket and I did. And then, then we ended up sitting next to a guy who looked like Jesus. Yes, so did. it was pretty good. And it's amazing just how quickly the event sold out. Literally, like, I went to buy the tickets and all the front rows sold out. And then literally in like two days, it was gone. So yeah, so I'll give that match a four out of five. I thought it was a very it hard-hitting very match, good. which had some really good spots. And then match number two was Jay White. Versus Angelico. 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 Angel. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Him. Yeah. Him. <laughs> he came out to Skrillex. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I enjoyed the match, but I didn't find it as good as the first no, one. No, there's I not kinda... much that stood out in that match that I no. felt was. I kind of felt like at the end it was starting to pick up a bit more because I think yeah. people could see who they were, and because I kind of feel maybe the fans didn't know, because I, I didn't know Angelico at all, and I wasn't really sure about Jay White because he was in the. And for me, the least interesting match of the previous uh, show for RPW. But I thought I thought the match after all was I was trying to get more into them and, and liking them a bit more because yeah, I, mean, I started to know who they were. It, it did feel a bit filler. It wasn't as... Okay, you need a, a good, solid match. And, you, you know, it, it created a bit of tension with um, Sammy Callahan like, turning... Um, heel <laughs> you have to have to fair fight and yeah just because because of that the second match i, I thought was always going to be a bit of a dip in in like stuff that happens but it was fine in the end i just didn't think it was particularly brilliant no i know what you mean I, but then again i kind of as you said i felt a bit bad for those two because a lot of people didn't really know who they were. And it kind of felt like, obviously, after the first match, which was really good and hard-hitting, that I kind of felt a bit bad for them. But I'll give it maybe a three out of five. It was a good it match, it but it wasn't It wasn't amazing. It wasn't well, It wasn't a match that was so boring I wanted to like end this now, but it wasn't one of those matches that I was like, oh, my God, this is yeah. amazing. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, it was still quite early in the in the evening anyway. It was only yeah. match two. Anything could have happened, and it just so happened that it was a bit pants. <laughs> no, it wasn't pants. It was, it was fine. It was, it was not as high energy as the first fight. Just put it that way. Mm. There was a few good moments in that fight, but like you say, because we didn't really know who these wrestlers were, it was it just felt a little bit lost. It yeah, because as... because even the crowd didn't really know who they were either. Because no. Angelico didn't get much of a reaction. Um, Jay White got a bit of a reaction, but not as much. But I like the fact well, even after the match, that both of them showed each other respect and they both lifted they, each other's they, arms they and did, stuff, which yeah, is good. That was, so. that was good, and I like it when there's a a bit of respect shown. I know it's you know sometimes the kayfabe of it is a bit you want to see the rivalries you want to see them like look like they hate each other mm. but, but I think the cool thing about RPW especially when it says epic encounters and other stuff it is pretty much besides the cockpit which is more their storyline these shows are kind of like their dream matches like yeah. it's this is a chance so you get to see people like Marty, Marty Scroll against Takahashi or um, let's say Sabre Judy against Kushida or the or the uh, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega being there and sort of thing. It's one of those, with RPW, they give you like dream matches, which is why last time when we went, when we saw the Sabre Jr. Uh, scroll match, that was, that was one that was very yeah, much to do with was... storyline and stuff, because, which, is, which is why I like um, RPW. It's one of those shows that it, you, even though you know, might know who they are and you might not know who they are, you can still enjoy the match because is like this is a dream match for you fans this is yeah. what we want to give you because they have a really good relationship as well rpw with new japan mm-hmm. who are the biggest which is why they get a lot of the japanese people obviously will spray marty scroll yeah, I, I mentioned that in satsuba gina wrestles as well last one you it kind of mixes up the roster doesn't it you yeah. get some wrestlers who might not get the chance to go to a new audience in japan and the same the japanese wrestlers come to a new audience in great britain or mm. wherever they go around which is why in um, october slash november they have the, glo- the global wars which is basically every match is a new japan guy versus a rpw guy oh okay so, which is a really cool event which we which we have to go to as well that's the first one i went to see actually was one of those kind of shows like a Global yeah. Wars, F, like really big show, yeah. And then match number three that we had was Zach Gibson versus Hiroki Goto, who who was Ooh. with uh, Will Ospreay. Ooh, that's <laughs> all we could hear. Yeah, because like, obviously we, we thought, yeah. I, like, I don't know who Zach Gibson is. Do you know who Zach Gibson is? You don't, so. No, not really, no. <laughs> I know who Hiroshi Goto, uh, Hiroki Goto is. Sorry, I'm pronouncing if I pronounce his name wrong, but Goto. I know who he is from New Japan, but Look, as soon as Gibson walked down that um, runway, it was just booze filled yes. York Hall, and he he had a mic. He, he was trying to to say God only knows what, but it was just drowned out by booze and by chants and all this stuff. Yeah, and all the fans Crowd... for him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And, and if, if you, you if oh, hey, Gibson, clap your hands. hands. That was quite funny. And um, you know, it was it was odd to see like, why why do all these people hate him? What what's his problem? And that's got me interested in like investing. Like, oh, maybe I need to do a bit of digging and see. Yeah, same what, here. Actually, what, what what has he done to earn all this disrespect? But he was just not allowed any. Not he, at anything. All. He wasn't allowed any presents. He was trying to say something, but the crowd just weren't letting him do that and also as well it was one of those things where um everything that goto did doesn't matter what he did if it was a, uh, a chop a kick yeah any move yeah, goto any... was cheered out of the building was, because he was, yeah he was 
very much highly appreciated in that fight over yeah. Zach Gibson. Um, I've, I've, I think it I definitely had something to do with obviously wrestling Gibson because he's so hated, but also the fact as well, Goto's a really good wrestler who's had some amazing matches as well. Even, oh, yeah, you, you, know, you know the man who we saw in January, Shibata talk of Japanese wrestlers. Apparently he had a match recently in New Japan against Okada, and because of how brutal that match was, apparently he might not be able to wrestle again now. Really? Yeah, he had a, like a really bad like injuries uh, thing to him, which was really oh. sad. So hopefully, he, so yeah, so thank you very much, Shibata. Like you are really good, and hopefully you get well enough to wrestle again. But if not, thank you very much for the amazing matches you've given us, and obviously the match in January as well. So thank you. But anyway, back to back to this match. No, um, go to was I thought, um, yeah, like you say, because he was so well cheered, and so like every move that he did was was according to the crowd and the audience was the best move and Zach Gibson didn't stand a chance it was kind of um relates to what you say like the the audience is the third member and they either make or break the wrestler and in that I felt like Zach Gibson was properly broken by the audience and I also like the fact as well because a lot of heels in wrestling are cheered because of how good they were I like the fact as well that everyone was booing Gibson so much which it just shows he's doing his job properly yeah like like okay yeah like, like everyone res- in their respects of the wrestlers who get into the ring but like like the the playful sort of booing and the banter that that was that was cool that was I've never seen a match like that <laughs> just see okay I've seen wrestlers being cheered for like like on either side of the face heel sort of category, but never to the sort of extent where he can't get a word in and yes. everyone like just being so creative with their chants and their put downs. It was it was very unique. I've never seen that before in in any of the matches that I've seen. So yeah, I thought that kind of set it apart from being a, a different type of match mm. and I think it's, I think it's all what helps because it's in a, sm- a lot more smaller uh, like arena the chance that we're able to get a, people able to hear the chance a lot more where if you know if you go to like a bigger event with a bigger crowd it's a lot more harder to get a chant going on because people can't hear what you're chanting and stuff and, but, and that kind of thing as well but it was very very interesting to be part of that. He's like, even I was booing him. I didn't know. Yeah, no. I didn't even know what I was booing Neither him for. Neither I. I was chanting along with the fans and that sort of thing. I thought it was great. But oh, I, I'm sure Zach Gibson is a is a great wrestler. But in that, he just wasn't painted in a very good light. <laughs> which is good because it shows he's doing his job properly. Which is why I find with a lot of heels nowadays, they get cheered because people respect them so much. But with him, he's doing his job properly, where people are actually booing him. Where it's it's like. I'd rather a heel gets booed and a face gets cheered because, you know, they're doing a job properly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I thought that match was quite good. It was a bit slow, but... It was a bit slow. Considering but Goto, the... got it, but Goto everything that he did, got over. He so. was... A, he was a, He proved that, you know, these Japanese wrestlers are actually some... some yeah. Something... I would say, like, something else. Like, like Japanese wrestlers, I feel, have a different style to... Yeah, more Japanese Western. are a lot more strong style, a lot more, like, a lot more hard-hitting. Uh, they're a lot more, like... In a sense, every single move, they're like they're giving each other, like, in a sense, of, uh, not a potato, but kind of a lot more the strong style, sort of more stiff yeah. sort of style. Because if you notice, like after some of the moves, even this match, some of the other matches, just how red the bodies of the wrestlers were because they were literally being slapped. And um, yeah, we we had uh, Will Osprey. Well, what was Will Osprey's role in that? Uh, he's part of the faction with um, Goto. They're part of a faction called Chaos. It's him. Goto and Okada, like three of the members, are part of right, um, even, Chaos. So. Even 
Will Ospreay was getting the chance of he was like slapping the ring, like getting people to mm. to cheer for Goto, and you know it is like and seeing him getting involved in j- just little bits, like like um uh, stopping uh, Zach Gibson with the the stereo, the car yes. stereo, and I was thinking, is a fight gonna break out between between these two as well? Uh, no, he luckily managed to stay on the the edge of the ring for most of that, but. Well, no, it was interesting to see Will Ospreay rile the crowd up and say, this, this is the guy you want to be cheering for. You want to yeah. be cheering for Goto. You don't want to be cheering for... And that's what <laughs> manager does. They get the crowds. If they're a face uh, manager, they get the crowd to come on. Come on, guys, let's really cheer for the... I haven't really seen many manager matches. Uh, you don't really have many managers anymore. It's more, they're either like more valets or they, they used to be very, very big in the 80s and early 90s. Mm. But nowadays, you don't really have match managers anymore. The only manager that you have really, then again, he's not really a manager, he's more of an advocate, is probably Paul Heyman. But yeah. otherwise, you don't really have many managers anymore. Because that's kind of one of the things that's missing because managers can help the wrestler who might not, especially Brock Lesnar, might not, might, is not very good on the mic, not very good talker. But because they have they're a manager the who, who can be, talk. They're big them up for them. Yeah, which is why Paul Heyman works so well with Brock Lesnar because Brock's the guy who will destroy you, he will fuck you up, and then Paul Heyman's the guy who's just like, you know, my client will fuck you up, my client will do this and do this to do this sort of thing. So yeah, so uh, honestly, that match for me would probably be maybe a three and a half out of yeah, five match. Yeah, I, I like the atmos with it. I like the atmosphere. Yeah, me it too. Was, it was, yeah, I, th- I would say we had a great crowd for that one. That was a... Yeah, and also Goto as well was very good in that match as well because even, I think, yeah. with, with some Japanese wrestlers, like, I... Even though it was a bit slow, I like the fact as well it was kind of slow because it added more to the match and it made each move seem more important. But rather than some matches, they're very like fast, 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 move, mm-hmm. move, move, move. With that, they're like a move, let let it, let the rest of it sell it for a bit, let it linger for a bit so people remember it sort of thing. So yeah. yeah. Which is why I think the King of the Ring match worked so well when Mankind got thrown off the top of the hell in a cell. Because rather than being like got up straight away and did another move, always been like, oh. Because they left it and they kept on showing replays and Big enough, big enough, up, big enough, big enough, big enough, up even more. It would makes it work better. But yeah, it was a good match. And then number four was the match between Marty Scroll, Marty Scroll, uh, no, Marty Scroll or Marty Scroll, girl, Marty Scroll, versus Marty Scroll. Yes, Marty Scroll, <laughs> Marty Scroll versus Takahashi. Now this for me was my favorite match up to that point of the night. Up so to that far. point. Yeah, this match was amazing. I thought. I mean, we saw. Marty um, fight in January. It's the first time I saw him in January. And you've bigged him up ever since. And now I kind of know what he's capable of. And like his ring presence. Yes, he is. He, is, like, he owns that ring at, at that point. And how, how, did it, how did it feel for you watching the second time after meeting him as well? Like, Did that kind of change your perception of, of him? No, like, not really. Being... Like, like, because, because, well, I... You were the one who had more of the interaction with him. Because um, he's one of those wrestlers that even though he's supposed to be the villain at a hill, people respect him and love him so much because he's that good. Like, even even before last time I told you, Master Scroll was really good. And when he did the amazing finger bit, obviously that does it in this match as well because that's one of his but big the, spots. Like in the first, it, in the first just, time, uh, like I wasn't expecting that. And like, well, you said, mentioned my reaction when, when he did that. But this time, like when he, when he goes... Shh, and everyone else in the crowd is going shh. I, I know what's going to happen now. Yeah. He just grabs hold of um, grabs hold of his hand, and then you just hear this quack, and you're like, no, you sick fuck, you sick fuck. Like 
I knew it was going to happen, but I I could then like I could then like anticipate it with everyone else rather than thinking what the fuck is going on here. And now like I was going to break his fingers. It was it was okay. I'd say a little bit of the magic was lost because I knew what he was going to do. But no, it was it was still great. It was still a great. And moment. a bit at the beginning as well when um. Takahashi came out and he, he licked out. his belt he and got... then and then he took Marty Skull's umbrella, umbrella from him. And he was parading around and then he licked his umbrella as well. And, and then Marty like, looked at it and was like, what the fuck? He was like, my baby. And yeah, then he this then, is my umbrella. And like... then he whacked Takahashi over the head of it. I was like, if, if, I, if I ended there, I would have been like, uh, yeah, that would have been that would have been a great spot to end it like that. It would have been hilarious. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I would have not mind that at all. Marty and his umbrella. But no, this was, I think this was a... a, a good decent match as well like seeing marty squirrel fight again after seeing such a good fight in january when he was up against um zach, zach sabre jr yeah who's now the champion as well for rpw yeah and um you know i could see like how good he can be and oh, i saw the few matches that you showed me in the meantime as well so it was good to see him again on in that ring and doing what he I, I love the bit where he's like gonna kick him and it's like ah, ah, and he kicks him and, <laughs> yeah. then, and, and all the crowds chant with him as well that was so cool because it's I, it's amazing just how like everyone loves him so much because he's that good what's his um like one of his signature moves is it the chicken wing yeah where he uh, starts yeah. riding the like, crowd Hey, check it away! Check it away. That and, was so cool. Like, didn't he do it at one point and he got kicked? <laughs> like, yes. Like, like, by, um, what's his face? Um, Takahashi. Takahashi, like, unaware, and he got kicked. I don't actually think he got a... Yeah, yeah he, he did. did he, get yeah, he did. Uh, the arm up up twice, and then uh, Takahashi... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember. ...did the spot where he oh. came up, which is what they do a lot of in wrestling, which is quite... Like, how did you find, like, seeing... The more like sort of traditional like spots in wrestling where you haven't really yeah, seen like, the whole like, lift in the arm twice and then after and the third time before it dropped to them they knocked they, out they, they like kept it. the arm up and that sort of thing. Yeah, it it I like that type of that type of selling with it. It's it's it it gives you you as a almost as like a a newbie to it. Like you kind of it's a bit more black and white. You can see it in a more binary way. Like oh shit, he's down. Look, look, he look, his arm's gone all limp. And then on the third one, he keeps his hand raised. Oh no, he's gonna come back and he's gonna beat the shit out of him now. Like this isn't over just yet. And it just makes it a bit more not more um predictable, but a bit more like. I know, I know that it isn't over just yet, sort of thing. And I mean, you say you said it's a traditional thing. You, what is the reason why it doesn't really happen anymore? Or is it just the way how wrestling evolves? I guess in the way how wrestling evolves, and um, maybe they just use it for certain spots and certain like matches as well nowadays, because you don't see it as much as it, in the olden days. You used to use it quite a lot, but even. And the, back in the olden days, they never used to tap. You used to just say, I oh, give the, up. Oh, the tap out, yeah. Yeah, I think the tap out was more of a late 90s kind of thing when it came in, early 2000s. So, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that match was... That was a four. I thought that was a four star. For me, it was a five star match. I, I originally was a 4.5, but actually, thinking about it, I thought it was a five because it was a really good match and the two of them, it, it did I have good, good had really, had really good chemistry as well. They did have good chemistry. I, I think I would happily watch another match with them again. Yeah, absolutely. same here. Um, I mean... Marty Skull's a great, great wrestler anyway. And Takahashi. Takahashi. 
Takahashi. Takahashi. We didn't see him last time. No, we yeah. saw Shibata last Shibata. time. and Yoshihashi. That's it, Yoshihashi. He, he, he liked him. It was good. So yeah, that was a good match. That was a good match. Then the next match after the interval was between... Will Ospreay versus Josh Bodum for the undisputed British Cruiserweight Championship. I thought this match was very good. This was very good, yeah. Josh Bodum we saw in January as well. Yeah. In fact, he was in the first match that we saw. Yeah, that was for the interim championship because obviously Will Ospreay at the time was wrestling for New Japan, yeah. so he wasn't able to come to the UK for Rev Pro. So. Uh, Josh Bodum, like, big heel in that. He was yeah. a massive heel. Will Ospreay, he had his back injuries. So he was all taped up, wasn't he? Yep. And oh yeah, what, what do you think about his ring gear when he came out with like the the crazy like green hood thing with the green the drum? aerial assassin? Yeah, he, yeah. he did look like a, an assassin from Assassin's Creed. Some some people call him the Green Power Ranger. The Green Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, because of that gear as well. Because I thought I thought it looked quite cool actually. But well, I like I said to you when we watched the Ricochet match with Will Ospreay, like. You, you said it was very controversial because of the amount of flips and the amount of acrobatics. It was a very high-energy fight, the one with Ricochet. Yeah. This one was not as high-energy. No, well, definitely not as high-energy as the one with Ricochet. But seeing Will Ospreay fight was, after watching the Ricochet match, like, yeah, like, Will Ospreay, I think, is becoming one of my favourite wrestlers. Okay. Because, well, like... You mentioned like, the way how he sold his back injuries in that in that fight, and no, you know, no disrespect to Josh Bowden, like like getting like seeing him in a I say a lot more of a heelish role than what he was in the last the last time we saw him mm. was was good. And the way like you said that he focused on um, Will's back injuries in in that fight and started tearing the tape off as well yes. halfway through and you, you know like it's almost like well to me like will Ospreay is it's, 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 it's good in ring psychology because if you saw someone has an injured back as a heel you would focus on that rather than it's like oh why are you, you focusing on, to, on his to... arm where it's kind of, it adds more drama to the match and it adds more realism to it as well because yeah. you would feel like if someone's got a back injury you would focus on that rather than focus on another part of the body as well I mean Okay, Josh Bowden was the, the heel in that, but both of them were being cheered as much as each other. It just shows how good they both actually are. I mean, you, I know you say when a, a heel is booed, it's showing that he's doing his job, but surely you can agree that when they're both cheered, even though one of them's a bad guy and one of them's a good guy, you still got to take your yeah. hat off to them. And yeah, go, of course. Actually, it's well, one of those things... You're it, a bad guy, but we're still cheering for you. Yeah, it's one of those things like... Getting a, getting a reaction is the best thing to do, but it's better in a sense to get the right reaction. But even though he's being cheered, that's still a good thing because he's still getting a kind of reaction. Will Ospreay did do a few of his acrobatic moves, like some he, of the, he, he did the did, cheeky he Nandos. Did his cheeky Nandos. He did the amazing like um, springboard like diamond cutter kind of move. Yeah, and I like the fact as well when he was taken out back by the officials. Bowden was like, nah, fuck this. And he did yeah. the amazing moonsault from the top yeah. rope onto the officials as well as Will Ospreay. Um, that that was a very high drama match. That was more... Because... I'd say, that was... Yeah, like it, it looked a bit more realistic, like you say. And it was probably down to the fact that yeah, he had the inju- back, back yeah. injuries and all that. Because I like the fact as well, even though Will Ospreay still did his big moves, he still went straight to the back to like show the selling of the yeah. back because... Obviously, that would hurt if he did one of those big moves in general. I mean, Will Ospreay, I, like, I've seen him move 
like like he did around the ring in that ricochet match but josh bodum i didn't really see much of that type of fighting that, that he did in in the one that we saw recently and you know he can throw the moves just as good as what will osprey can and you kind of think well this guy knows a thing or two about how to move around the ring and so. also as well it you kind of against different wrestlers you kind of change up your style where obviously when you saw that match with Osprey against marty scroll he would wrestle differently with Marty Scroll than he would against someone like a yeah. ricochet because when he wrestled with certain wrestlers, like even Zack Sabre Jr., he wrestled a completely different match style with Marty Scroll back in January than he did against um, Kushida back in this event. So yeah. it's really, really cool. Yeah, and obviously Zach, Zach, Gibson, uh, Zach Gibson came out to interfere. Yeah, he did. And, yeah, You can and imagine cost. why after mm. after the previous... Because uh, I love... Um, Josh Williams finisher where he puts him in the rope and he like slings him up like with us like the amazing like uh, power driver move because that looks yeah. like it would just seriously hurt which is why in a sense like going back in wrestling in general why I hate the fact that people say it's fake because it isn't fake it's well, a work you, you gotta take a, a a fairly decent hit anyway to make it yeah. look realistic because I think he, like, he, even Adam I kind of feel like is kind of turning his opinion about wrestling because he was very much like like it because it's fake kind of thing but he, 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 even he's now going like actually yeah I can see where and he's kind of, like, he's, if you know what I mean, because you know a lot, because that's one of the things I hate the most about when people say it's fake, but it's like, well, it's not, it's a work. These people actually put their bodies on I the mean, line for like, us. Like, the... these people can get injuries. Like, look at Shibata, had yeah. a wrestling match because he had certain headbutts and took certain moves. He can now potentially can't wrestle anymore, so. I mean, okay, like, like saying it's fake is, it's not the right right word, is it? Like, the right word is kayfabe, isn't it? You're, you're, yeah, it's kayfabe, you're, you're, it's... You're, um, you're sticking to your it's narrative. It's work, it's um, predetermined sort of thing, so yeah. But like the way how I see wrestlers as they are, they're almost like stuntmen. They're still putting their life and their body on the line, mm. but it's all for entertainment. Like, it. Like, wrestling isn't a sport as as such. I don't see it as a sport. I see it as as an entertainment form. And this, well, the, all these matches, I think, cement that a lot more. Because I mean, uh, if you want, if you want a sport, then you would watch MMA. You would watch boxing. But if you want to be entertained, if you want to see a very good show, a consistently good show, every time you go and see. Yeah, go watch wrestling. Like it's amazing that like, I knew I knew someone who's done wrestling training before, and that's one of my brother's like best mate is also trained to be a wrestler and stuff. And he, even he says like his body aches the next day. Because oh yeah, of... like, oh don't doubt that. It's not as pun. It's um not punishing like like you would get injuries from boxing or MMA or whatever. But at the end of the day, you're still entertaining. You're yes. you're putting on a good show rather than... Which is why one day me and Jimmy, hopefully in the near future, are going to book a Monday off and actually go to a wrestling seminar just for one day, a wrestling lesson, just to see what it's like. Mark has not mentioned this previously. Yes, I have. When we when we got the leaflet about it, I was like, Jimmy, we should definitely do this. And you were what, like, yeah, what sure leaflet? thing. What leaflet? I know nothing <laughs> of this leaflet, Mark. We we should get cat along as well. Get like we could get like a group rush from work. I can't and... wrestle. No, it's just that's, that's the point. I mean... they're, they're they're teaching you how to wrestle. It's basically going to be like a lot of cardio as well as learning how to bump. Which is actually because a lot of people who've taken their first bump, pain not themselves out because you have to land in such a way. People have like landed with their head first, and You've obviously got to land with your the, back, haven't you? The back and obviously the bang of the ring. Because if you think about a ring, is very like there's a, probably about an inch or two at the most of like of give of yeah, give. Between. 
because it's literally is very hard. Because have you ever watched a video of how they make a ring? It's how literally it's, it's just literally no, I would wood. like to see how. A, how a, you can tell by the way it's it reverberates when someone goes slamming down on the deck. Yeah. You, it's, it's not a soft surface. You not can at hear all. it go bang as someone hits the hits the canvas. You know, so it's like. I'm going back to the match. I'll probably give that match a four out of five. Very good match. Very good match, I, especially I the was... selling of Will Ospreay's back and the focus. It, it on Will was Ospreay's good to back. see Will, Will Ospreay actually. Yeah, actually actually like, fight, how did so... you find watching him live rather than watching him? Obviously, you like him more now as one of the great wrestlers. It, but... it kind of shows like he's a bit more diverse than his amazing flips and kicks and all that. But, but no, it was it's like you say the selling. Adding the drama to to the match that was that was good. I mm. liked it. I love the fact as well when we told Adam about his move, the cheeky nanas. Adam was like, "Okay, then," because I thought it was quite funny. Adam was like, "Cheeky nanas." Like, yeah, it's, it's his move. It's, it's his, his move. That that is a really cool move though. And then match six was between Shah Samuels versus James Castle, where they oh, were then... best friends, now very bitter enemies. No DQ. And they were also as well at one point the RPW Tag Team Champions for were a they? while as well, yeah. James Castle had a huge green mohawk, which did not last the <laughs> not at all. of the match. This was great. Like, chairs. What was that? What else was used? Nearly a saw. Oh, there was a saw. Oh, yeah, they brought out a tool bag like halfway through. And then Shah Samuels as well attacked the referee yeah, and then gave him right. a slap, and then which got a massive <laughs> yeah. cheer. And then Shah Samuels then gave him a, 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 a power slam as well. That was. Because you, you could definitely tell the referee doesn't know how to bump because it looks quite sloppy, but obviously against the referee, it's kind of understandable. <laughs> the referee's not supposed to be involved. <laughs> Well, the referee took a bump in the in the same. It must be yeah, it was the yeah, referee. It was, yeah, pretty the, the match before, January. wasn't it? Yeah. Um. So no, I I well, you know what how I feel about over the top matches like no DQ weapons like this is I, I was thinking oh shit this is gonna be brutal they bring out a chair and just like both of them taking slaps from the yeah. this. this Steel chair. I thought Shah Samuel's uh, chair shot was a lot more brutal than. I mean, like seeing it on, on TV or on like the streams that we watch and all that. I mean, it you don't really get a feel for that because because you think well this is a, a TV production. How much of it is is put in post or it, it you know it, it could be um sort of like boosted in the mix of everything and mm. it just just sounds to be a bit harder than what it actually is. But actually being there and you hear them get this chair wrapped around their back, it's like, bloody hell, that must fucking hurt. And, <laughs> like, and also as well, like, even the bumps and, like, the kicks and the chops and the slaps, even they, like, well, yeah, exactly. are a lot more louder as well. But but just that chair in, like, it was <laughs> just a chair. Like, yes. The way how it was bending as well. Like, James Castle got a hit to the face with that chair. Yeah, he did. And then he, he got, got his um, hair chopped off as well. his hair cut off. Which was almost like the coup de grace. That's it. The, the yes. sort of like, <laughs> like your, your hair is going to be cut off now. He cut his his green mohawk off. Like to be quite honest, to be wrestling with that, that type of hairstyle anyway. Like and then also he's able to keep it up that much as well. For especially <laughs> How much hairspray like, do you think he uses? I'm guessing quite a lot. For me, not I... anymore. He hasn't got to worry about it anymore because he doesn't have it. <laughs> that is true. I'll give that match for me a two out of five. Yeah, some of the DQ, uh, no DQ spots are quite good, but I just, 
I find it quite boring, honestly. Really? I, I thought it was. Good. I loved that match. I thought that was uh, a three point five type match. But okay. that, that's that's me anyway. That's that's. I love the over the top sort of. It definitely looked like one of the most violent matches of the night. That, and that's yeah, it definitely well. was. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't as as violent as a previous match that I I saw between. Josh Bodum against um, Jimmy Havoc, where Josh Bodum threw Jimmy Havoc through a TV. Really? That was quite brutal, yeah. And then the next match that we saw was for the British Heavyweight Championship between Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kushida. So this match I thought Came was out very, very... three belts, Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, how did you find that he came out with three title belts? Yeah, like, I'm surprised he had room for them all. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of wrestlers, they wear one round their waist, and, and they wear, like, one yeah, on the shoulder the other one, and the other, on, other one on their other shoulder. But Zack Sabre Jr. we saw last time as well. Yeah, he's now he's, he's a, now a heel now. He's now a heel. We saw yeah, him. he turned recently in New Japan, so he turned heel recently, which is why which is why it's interesting. Like, how did you find him going from being the more colourful white blue to now black? Like, his attire being completely black. Obviously, <laughs> to kind of like... cliche. <laughs> yeah. But, but sometimes wrestling is kind of cliche, well, isn't yeah, it? The good guy, bad is. guy. Even though nowadays it's very much a grey sort of area of wrestling. You've got white, black and grey. But yeah, I thought for me that was a very good match. I I can see why I can see why a lot of people wouldn't enjoy it, but because I like the more I like the technical sort of style, I can see why that match have been quite good. It was a very technical match. It was I don't know how I sit on the fence with that one. I mean, after the previous sort of over the top nature of the no mm. DQ match, going to a um, it was more thought through, more cerebral match almost. It was I mean really the technical. Of... It was yeah. And with the amount of reversals as well, it was literally reversal, 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 which I thought was really good as well. Just literally, it's like did his amazing moves, armbar, reversal, did his amazing moves, another armbar. It was it was insane just how mm. they did these amazing reversals, and just shows how good Zack Sabre Jr. is, who's known for very much the more technical sort of style of wrestling, where he's able to put Kushida into these amazing different moves. It was a, it was a, a different match. I mean, all that I can say is because cause I, I like the over-the-top things, I do think that this was, a, again, a bit of a dip down, like after the first opening match. The, the one after, the one that I thought was good, is always, like, you've got a lot to live up to. And, okay, no, I, I, I still think it was a good match, but I... It just I can't really remember a lot from it. To be honest, though, for me, I quite like the diversity because you got different matches. I think the things I remember the most is just the, the reversals and just how they were able to put each other into these different moves and just and how Casido as well looked like Marty McFly. I thought it was really cool as well. <laughs> but like, no, it was it was a good match from what I can remember. I I'll give that for me a four, a four I out of five. Much of that one. What would you give that out of five, Jimmy? Probably a three. That's fair enough. Maybe a high two. 2.75. Because I, I remember coming out of the event and I can hear people talk about the match and being like, they can see why people wouldn't like that match, but they can see why people would be yeah. like it. It, it. It's was, very, it was very, it's very diverse sort of I match. Think, I think in that retrospect then, some of it was lost on me because it was too, too, too technical. Yeah, and you're more the people, someone who likes a more high-flying, over-the-top, yeah. awake yeah. sort of style. Yeah. I mean... You know, don't get me wrong. I still think that them two guys are uh, experts in their field, but I it just felt a little bit lost on me that match. I still enjoyed it. I didn't didn't think it was a bad match. I just like in the heat of it all, it was it was great. But looking back on it, I just I don't know. It just felt a bit bit distant from it. You know? No, I understand completely. I guess as well because you guess not as into it as much as I am. I guess maybe if you 
maybe watch more matches and you maybe even see yeah. more different technical style uh, technical styles of matches maybe you might enjoy it a bit more if maybe if you look back at it maybe in a year's time where you got more of a yeah, I mean, broader sort of if we could find a, a stream on it and I could watch it in probably a few weeks time when I have completely forgotten about it anyway then I could probably go, oh yeah I remember that now so not saying it was bad like not at all Zack Sabre Jr. I think is 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 actually quite a good wrestler. He was good in the the yeah, he's... one in January. Um, but I just want to see a little bit more, you know. Just just. I of course I understand completely. And then now for the main event, which is between the Elite, or no, also known as the Bullet Club, which had the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Leo Rush, Ryan Smile, and Shane Strickland. Now this for me was probably my favorite match of the night. Honestly, very, very close to. I've been holding back. Uh, in a second, very close second with the Marty Scroll match. But yeah, Jimmy, what are you going to say? Say what I've been holding back. Yes. This is my favorite match of all time. Really? This was my favorite wrestling match that I've ever seen. Honestly, is it, because is it because you were there live, or is it just be or just no, in general? No, just the amount of stuff that happened. The like, it had everything. It had drama it had comedy it, you know it was like would if, this be a match if someone said to you to show cat to be a wrestling fan you'd watch, be like no watch this match watch this match because like to me okay i've not seen many matches compared to you or bigger fans but this match i'm glad that i was in the crowd for that because it was just it had everything that i liked in wrestling um kenny omega and the young bucks they they they're great together. They were like they're like a rock band. Like yes. they even look like a band. You know, like the the way how they they came out and like uh, Kenny Omega, like, he was so over. He was being like crowd cheering for him. I mean, the the other guys, they they're fine. <laughs> but, but... I guess because you had them there, it was like they would have been over even against Will Ospreay, Marty Scroll, and Zack Sabre Junior. They would have been overshadowed by the three, like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Seriously, like six people in one ring, like it, like super kicks galore. Like there was, there was <laughs> like where and, and the boot bit was the like boots what? on the, the two, like, yeah, like, like we four, were, well, four boots. And he's like, are you sure? I was like, yes, four, four, four. Hanging off on the on the ropes, and and then Kenny Omega ended up with his face full of shoe. It was brilliant. That was like, if seriously, if anyone like to to get into wrestling, that is how good it can be. And that is my all time favorite match. I will remember that for the rest of my life. I I want to find it on the internet and I want to watch it all again. It was great. I I love that match. It was like I want to see these um the young books and Kenny Omega again. Don't they don't have to be all together. They can be like a separate I I, lo- I love this world. Well. Their um their gear like the the their wrestling trousers trunks had the two sweet sign as well. I said to you, it's like that's Jimmy. It's so cool. And the bit when they did the Terminator as well, and it all the fans going da 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 da. I thought was really cool as well. But like this, okay, it was Adam said something that this was because because of how how like how did like Adam feel about it as well? Well, because he feels like the it was he he was. How do I put it without... Because of how over-the-top it was in nature, it was completely what 
he expected from a a wrestling match rather than being intricate and um being like i say too technical this wrestling match did not take itself seriously and and that's that's what i'm trying to to get like sometimes when the serious stuff is too serious and it just completely blows over my head especially but when it's just pure entertainment when it's just like like people were laughing people were booing people were cheering it it was just a great however long it was about 30 minutes that fight yeah it was wasn't it great it was one of those because it was the main event even i didn't want i didn't want it to end i wanted to end because we had to get home (laughs) but i wouldn't have cared if we missed the last train we had to be there till seven o'clock in the morning because it was that good of a match and how do you did you like the Meltzer driver the like the tombstone like the he did the 360 splash like with the tombstone onto the ground that was really cool as well and you know just having six of them in one ring at the same time the the other guys um ryan smile um leo Leo rush and uh strickland um shane shane strickland like even they were being cheered as well like like there was no like leo rush was he came out to a good response didn't he i thought he was are you are you now going to go out and potentially buy yourself a bullet club shirt or the or elite shirt like i think i might do like if i've said that (laughs) that was my favorite wrestling match of all time then because there were a lot of bullet club shirts in the in york i was quite surprised how many bullet club shirts there were because i knew they were popular everyone loves them but yeah because you know aj styles finn balor uh, the club in WWE were all part of the uh, Bullet Club as well in New Japan. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, like, there was just so mu- much happening in that ring. And it, like I say, I want to watch it back to see, like, oh, yes, I remember that. I remember that. And it, it was a very good match. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. That was my favourite of all time. So I guess that will be for your definite five out of five. Six. Six <laughs> out of five. five. That's fair enough. I'll give that a five out of five. Really good match. I just thought it was amazing just how over as fuck the three of them were, especially Kenny Omega. He was like a god in that. He was. In, in that in New York Hall. It was amazing. But, and I liked the fact as well, like after the match, even they were like thanking us fans and you're saying how amazing. The, the fact that, that Kenny got hold of the mic at the end and he was giving his whole like wrestlers are, are, are starting to get big and... um you know making a name for themselves in britain um almost more than anywhere else and he he said it himself like british wrestlers are some of the best in the world Mm. and oh no didn't didn't he he went on he was on about aj styles yeah saying how aj styles had and then there was a big aj styles charm because he's wrestled several times in in ring uh rpw which i've seen him there as well live Twice actually, that was really cool. Met him twice. But too. he said, like, he he was on about the crowd as well. He said that they were up in Scotland the pre- night before or something, and the crowd at York Hall was better than the night before. And he said, like, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're like, uh, like the way how he like his stage presence and the way he was saying, like, it doesn't matter if you're a hardcore wrestling fan or if you're quite new to it um it doesn't matter if you're booing or you're chanting or if you're completely sold on what's happened or if you're you're here just for a laugh as long as you leave entertained and you know with like uh, 
was like, God, this is so fucking awesome. Then that that's the only important thing. It was that mentality behind him that made me think, actually, like, Kenny Omega, like, you I can also, see why he's heralded as a god. Did you like his wrestling like stuff as well? Very video gave me a lot of his t-shirts. Are, yeah, he's there's, like, there's like I, I looked him up and Ken, uh, you did, yeah. I looked him up and he, he's a big gamer, isn't he? He loves his. Yeah, he's appeared games. in the Up, Up, Down, Down. You know Xavier Woods, who has his channel, Up, yeah. Up, Down, Down. He's appeared in a few of them. And they had like a big Street Fighter Five tournament uh, like fight thing as well, which was really cool. Uh, but like, I, I do think that he was, you know, the way how he said that you, you, if you walk out here and you've been entertained, then everyone's all done their job. And they all took a bow. Like they all like, we, we all respect each other in this. Mm. You know, some some people say it's fake. Some people say it's it's not, and it doesn't matter at the end of the day as long as you had a good time. Oh yeah, totally. Then why? Like you don't need to make any. Excuses and it's one of those things to... you can like have that disbelief where you can like forget about it and, and just enjoy it, which is why I love watching wrestling because it's one of those things that's so good at making you have that disbelief where it's just like, well, I love it and. I, I lose myself like in those three well, yeah, hours, in those like, three four hours I completely lost myself like even though even though I'm still the same person I'm in a sense a different person because I'm a lot more rowdy a lot more shouty a lot more this a lot more that well, I, it's like, just one like, of those things that I can happily just lose myself in those four hours just be like I'm watching a wrestling match I just it's love like, it all it's like me like that was the second wrestling match that, or wrestling event that I've been to and even I was cheering and I, I don't know who half of these guys are, but as long as I'm cheering, who like no one else knows that I don't know this. Yeah, of course. Like I could have been fans for years for all they know. And that's the point. Like I like you you're all as one hive mind in a crowd and it's it's like with the Zach Gibson stuff, like I don't know why I'm booing him, but I'm still booing him. Yeah, I, still so I, I was, saying, I I was the same like thing, him, I was like, I might as well like, join in. And also love the fact as well when everyone was going when the ref uh, announcement one for all the fans are going one ball and just also just being there live as well just being able to see the young bucks and Kenny Omega was awesome too because really just the fact of how quickly it sold out and people trying to get in is like oh my god please anyone got any spare tickets please please I want to go and see it because part of me yeah before so I was before we went was thinking oh, is this gonna be as good as the last and. I was thinking, last time was great, but I was not expecting it to be as good as this. And like, I, you could spend £20 on seeing a band or doing whatever with... Like, but for about three and a half hours worth of entertainment of... Mm. Uh, it, it was. It was entertainment in such a, such a different way because... I find for me, wrestling is one of those things uh, well, for... Uh, value for money, I think it's the best thing. Honestly. When you watch a sport, so say if you go and watch football, someone will always be disappointed. Someone yes. will always be aggravated that their team didn't do so well, or their. But I don't, kind of don't get that. I don't think that happens with wrestling. You just leave and you think, oh, that happened. But it was a great show anyway. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, some results might not go your way, like Marty Scroll, oh, no, which yeah, I was a bit were... upset about. But it was such a good show that. It doesn't really matter as much because, it, you know, it was so good. But, you know, the next time that they meet, they will, like, it will be even bigger because, you know, that yes. that there's rivalry there and that there's a bit of heat between them. And, like, well, any match with, with like, it's got me interested in, well, the, like, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. It's got me interested in seeing more of uh, 
definitely Will Ospreay and Josh Bodum. Um, I mean, okay, there's a, a few people in there that I'm still yet to be sold on, but... Are you still... sold on Marty Scroll then? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Marty Scroll. I probably thought that would have been a given anyway. Because... I just thought I'd ask anyway. But now that I've seen more of them do, like, batshit crazy stuff, it's like, yeah, look, like, next event, and if they're there... Absolutely, sign me up. So, what would be your obviously a match of the night, same as me, would have been the main <laughs> event. But what, who was your MVP then, or MVPs? Um, for I me, mean, it's probably Marty because Marty he's my Skull, favorite yeah, British like, wrestler, like, and how over he is, and how he makes every like main spot or main thing that he does like everyone goes mad, everyone goes batshit crazy for it. That's why I really like him as well. It's hard because like each match had their. Oh, like own unique type of like Simon Callahan at the beginning like when he turned on Martin Stone like that's setting up for fights in the future and you're hmm. thinking how's that going to pan out um, I'm guessing your MVP might have been Kenny Omega then Kenny Omega I mean just the way how he <laughs> his presence in that ring it, like I say, they they were like they were like rock stars. They were they had like a good stage presence, and yeah, absolutely. Because I love the fact as well in the match, like they were making you laugh because they were saying things and going like, "Oh shit," and like other stuff as yeah. well, which was quite funny as well. It had everything that that me as a wrestling fan wanted, and that's why that's why I thought it was was the one, one of the best matches I've ever seen. Um, it's funny that. I say that because normally we we say that main event matches aren't as good as matches that happen earlier on in the night. Yeah. And that's probably one of the only times that I've seen a main event match be just be that good. And it just proved that it does happen. And I want to see it happen again. I want to see it happen again in whichever way necessary. That's cool, man. I'm really glad that you found a match for you as your favourite match of all time as well. And we'd love to like see in a, in a few months when we see other matches to see if that one will still be your, your number yeah, one match. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, okay, I, I was probably because I was in the crowd and I was getting involved with the cheering. I mean, was that was... for you the, the match that you found yourself the most invested yes, in? Yes, like, absolutely. Yeah, involved like, in, the, in the crowd and stuff. Absolutely. Because obviously this time I didn't sit next to you, so I didn't see you as loud as enough. I noticed Adam was chanting and screaming quite a bit in that match, but... Yeah, but absolutely, good, like bad. everyone at the end was all standing up, like yeah, as, as the bell rang, and like that was that was a very fitting like last match. Like I always feel felt like the the main event is almost like an encore sort of thing. Like you've seen all like if if you go see a band, you've seen all their main hits in the main body of the gig, and then they bring out a few songs to finish on. But this that was like all of the hits at the the very end as as one big like explosion of of brilliance. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, it definitely was, man. It definitely was. And it's one of those shows. If you get a chance to watch it on RPW on demand, go out and find it because it was such a great show. So Jimmy, that's been another episode of Naya Wrestling. Another special episode on our review of RPW Epic Encounters. So, any last words before we say goodbye to the people? I think, well, Kenny Omega said it himself, like, as long as you feel you're entertained at the end of watching a wrestling match, nothing else really matters. As long as you've got a smile on your face and you think, what the fuck happened there? This is amazing. Then that's um, what matters. That yeah. is all that matters. Definitely, man, because it kind of like, it kind of takes you back to the sense for me, like my childhood, just without, without, 
because even though I've, I've been a bit jaded recently with like looking online and being more, I guess, in the know, it was kind of nice to kind of just lose myself and just enjoy it. It was for enjoyment because it was so good a, a, of an event. It was it, it was great. I I loved that. that yeah, it was such a good such a good event. So anyway, guys, that's been Naya Wrestling, and always please, guys, to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud to like us on facebook and to follow us on the twitters i've been your amazing host mark sylvester with my amazing host as well jimmy cotton thank you no worries jimmy and we've been a wrestling guys take care and always remember go see rpw just go go bye Shh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>